0: Hey Bob and Joyce listeners, today we take on the painful topic of blind spots. You know, those things that are occurring around us that we totally are blind to, or ways that we think that get in our way again and again and again, and why we don't see them. In this episode, we'll explore what blind spots are and why we all have them. We'll discuss our personal blind spots, what we missed and now in hindsight we see, We'll review the most common leadership blind spots and ultimately what leaders can do to see their blind spots. Okay, put on your seatbelt. This is kind of an ouch episode. But having said that, come in, grab a snack. Welcome. (laughs) Hey,
1: Hey, Bob.
0: Hey, Joyce. My voice
1: is kind of low because I have allergies. (laughs) (laughs)
0: mine is low because i'm a baritone
1: well there you go so anyway for today i was thinking because i'm writing a book i've been writing it for seven years it was really progressive at the time called ceo note to self blind spots of power Mm. um i should change it to tone deaf (laughs) for tone deaf CEOs, (laughs) but um Blind spots, You, we had been talking about it, they can just, oh, they're awful. <laughs> they're awful in government. They're awful in business. And the only way, and we can talk more about this, that you can get at them is ask people about them as bluntly as you can. Here's the whole end of the thing is, tell me what I'm not seeing.
0: Yeah. What a great question. Tell me
1: what I'm not hearing. Yeah. It's, it's the only way to get at them other than and I'm jumping into stuff the Johari window is a wonderful way in with a group to get at
0: blinds oh absolutely what is it known to others not known to self yeah Ugh. well it's
1: four quadrants and I, and when it's quadrants I always get confused I have to have it in front of me I need a friggin flip chart (laughs) (laughs) this this is
0: no longer a sanitized clean uh, podcast (laughs) was it ever not not that it ever is that's right (laughs) no
1: so anyhow um you actually said joyce i'm thinking about blind spots so i kind of ran with the ball but why don't you jump in
0: well i think about what uh is happening uh actually as we talk with the uh uh, the abandonment of uh, Afghanistan. And Free. I use, I use abandonment. Uh, yeah. And and uh, I don't know, I can't get into Joe Biden's head, but I, it felt like uh, just listening both to the, the news as well as uh, Joe Biden is that there's, he was totally guided by a blind spot, mm-hmm. you know, which doesn't sound like it would go of getting out of Afghanistan at all costs or yeah. at any cost. And, and I think about decisions that I've made, like once I get a decision, I get a blind stop where I just literally uh, take every other data point and let it bounce off me. So.
1: Ugh. Which is why you would think, okay, two things. You can't get rid of blind spots when you're a leader unless you really ask for information. I, I can't imagine that he, he must, oh gosh, wouldn't you have spent a week saying what's the upside? What's the downside? What about this? What about diplomats? What about Afghans who helped us? Don't you think they did that? And then said, no matter what the human cost, we've got to do it.
0: I, I, You know what I think happenings and these are human inner dynamics that, that, um, that happen even at the highest levels of government. I, I think people become biased in a way of saying, you know, he doesn't want to hear it, or you know, I, I've run this up the hill five times and I've gotten shot down every time. Yeah, I, you know. I, so I, I, I want to say yes. I hope they did, as you've uh, said, they uh, perhaps did, but um, I don't know. Humans. Oh, well, he does have multiple crises. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and my life suddenly looks simple. But yes, yeah, so the same thing in Vietnam. When you look back, that was misinformation going to the top about how well people were doing. The truth to power or the reduction of power so the truth can be told, whether that's through structure or personality or whatever, um, the power differential can really mess up everything unless you can handle it with finesse.
0: So why don't we, um, do do we need to define or talk about uh, what a blind spot is in an example?
1: Well, it's that which you don't have available to your consciousness. Yeah. The conscious decision-making or conscious awareness of who you are. So it's a lack of visibility of an important data point or reality.
0: Yeah,
1: I I I was often well. I'm going to (laughs) pause. Talk about a
0: blind spot and decided not to. And it's scary. It's it's scary. scary. Say, isn't it safe to say we all have blind spots? Yes, and it's not. uh, It they don't come and go. We all have blind spots that guide our decision-making guide our actions. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just causes real trouble in our lives. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. And some of them are calcified because it's a wound. So you don't want any information about that topic. And so you get a big calcified blind spot that you'd have to have a hammer jackhammer to get through. Um, And I don't know how you, I guess, through good therapy, a therapeutic group, but the highest level of feedback, uh, the highest tolerance of feedback in regard to the business and your blind spot impact is a huge thing. When we've done work on it, sometimes it's become more personal than organizational which then opened up clearer conversation for the organization, but I don't recommend that.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, and, and another great you know, technique besides the Johari window is using the here and now after enough a meeting or a topic discussion to say, what didn't I see or what were the blind spots that we saw in the room? This is the time for feedback. We're, we're worried that we don't know what we don't know (laughs) and guess what we can find it out among ourselves because our blind spots are the same whatever group we go to
0: you know uh, so um and this is going to come out really uh perhaps a little jumbled uh or raggedy so if i hear you it's almost as if the conversation about what am i not seeing what are we missing Uh uh should be a constant Yes. In 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 the dialogue and the exchange of leader with their team, leader with the organization, yeah, uh, and and because they're blind spots by their very nature, it doesn't become second nature to have the conversation. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, and I if it gets scary, you can always just say it's feedback. <laughs> you know what yeah. in this meeting, what do you think I didn't see or hear? Yeah. Fully, so it can be bigger. It can be little. Um, oh, I just had one and it went away. Oh, if <laughs> one of the ways ugh, to find out about your personal blind spots is what people tease you about. Ah, it's a real goody. <laughs> uh-huh,
0: yeah. I'm I'm laughing, but I'm I'm disguising a grimace because yeah, yeah. me too.
1: Me yeah. Too. Um, uh, yeah. So, it, you know, let's say I was a horrible manager. I'm a good leader, but I'm not a good manager. So I would hear people laugh about, well, she's come up, this, up to the another uh, area that I worked in. Oh, she made it up here for this month or whatever. I'd go,
0: hmm. She must be checking it off her list. <laughs> yeah. No, just uh, blind to the fact that I hadn't been. Yeah. So I'm, I, how about... Uh, you know, where teams and groups, particularly with a the leader, they have a history. And and the whole jahari window, the blind spot known to others, not to yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah kidding uh, or teasing can be one indicator. But isn't there this kind of um, this uh, forced silence where it becomes a taboo to even touch or go into that space? To, to challenge uh, a leader's blind spot yeah and I mean, i've seen people get their heads cut off uh particularly when you know you're close to a decision and someone says you know oh, yeah. yes. how about this and then you just see their head kind of swivel around their yeah. head and then fall in the, in the bucket
1: well in a blind spot i'm thinking of um A time I was unaware of how much pain a CEO was in about a decision, and I was, and I started to underline the difficulty of the decision, and he/she, and I don't, (laughs) I mean I don't want to identify. Yeah. Uh, Just almost would have liked to have taken off my head. I don't bring that up now. I've had, I've already had to deal with the pain. Now I'm in action. Don't yeah. remind me of the pain. That's different than a blind spot. That was my just being, uh, wanting to be encouraging in the wrong way.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But a blind spot you carry with you pretty much of the time. And even when you become aware of it, there it is.
0: <laughs> oh, shoot. I know. I'm this, using one say, of This is ah! this sweaty palms you know, I, I think I'll give you an example, and uh, uh, that I personally, looking back, um, w- as a leader, I've always believed in the power of relationships and the power of collaboration uh, and the real strength of of open dialogue and co-consulting and uh, bringing other voices into a decision. And I had taken over a function where each one of the direct reports, uh, were silos and uh, uh, you know I um, I with my good intention and my belief uh, try to exert through coaching and other uh, you know uh, exercises to bring us together at, as a team and it failed miserably <laughs> and and my blind spot and maybe it, I, I kind of inferred this, but my blind spot was, These folks had no interest in becoming a team. As a matter of fact, they saw the fact that they can concentrate on their area as a strength without interference. So my blind spot was kind of barking up the same tree with a a method or an intention that I had eight people literally resisting. And I kept going up that hill. So, So how did it end? Oh, I mean, it ended
1: poorly. Uh, I mean, but how did you resolve the fact? Did uh, you say, okay, we're going to do good work in silos? Or did you keep knocking on that door?
0: It had to be, I mean, ultimately, um, some people left the team. um, Because Because they
1: didn't want to collaborate?
0: Well, I think it had more to do than that. But um,
1: Like what? They wanted to run free and have their impact or?
0: Yeah, I, I think so. And then a sense of being underappreciated because why why does he want to go there? So it's just it was one where looking back, I could have handled it so differently if I had uh, seen what I now can look back and see. Meaning I I should have leaned into the resistance, you know, as opposed to like, here's where we're going, team. Yeah, get on board. The trains leave. Is a the- lot
1: of competition team. among the members? For visibility and appreciation?
0: I I think so. I think so. I also think um, yeah, I think so. I'll leave it at that.
1: All right, here's my confession. Ugh. <laughs> I talk too much and I have too many ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know it because <laughs> I've been told this, but also appreciated for it. But working with a one top leadership group, I said, I have a deal. I'll use fewer words if you use more words. <laughs> and we created like a formula. Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, I, you, you, ex- you do more deep conversation about your idea, just more words. And when you use more words, and we counted, it was a very funny Activity And they, what happened is they said, holy cow, we need you to talk. Yeah. It doesn't work if, if you don't, because I stimulated
0: thought. Yeah, Irritated you know, them, but. <laughs> well, you know what I think the nugget there is? It's taking, uh, once again, a blind stop that's just sitting in the background and you putting a name on it and bring it into the fore of people's vision. Because I got teased. Oh, I'm sure you did, but yeah, the end was, result was fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was, bec- but it was because I had a sense of humor. You know, sometimes we got to talk about a sense of humor. Oh, with absolutely. from prompts yeah. everything.
0: Um, Let's yeah. make that a topic coming up, because I think it's a powerful cultural norm yeah, uh, uh, to, to, to create that. So we'll, I'm going to put that in in a future topic. How about, I, I had, so this is a blind spot I observed, um, I was part of a board, and because of my HR and board governance background, uh, one of my jobs was to look at the effectiveness of the board and the diversity of the board. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, our board meetings were 95% the executive director talking mm-hmm. and 5% mm-hmm. of board members asking questions. Yep. Yeah. And, and there was frustration on the executive director because he felt that he was carrying all the load. Yep. Yeah. And the blind spot got punctuated and brought to the fore uh, because we actually spoke to a consultant on board efficacy. Ooh. And she said, as executive director, your voice should be the least heard at a board meeting. Yeah and like all kinds of light bulbs were going off. Nice. Uh, And like you did, we overtly went back to the board and said, we're we're changing it up a little bit. So uh, this may feel a little bit uncomfortable for all of us. And and it had a pronounced impact, because all of a sudden, people were talking more, more words.
1: (laughs) Well, yes. And with one CEO that I worked with, who was very conscientious and always came prepared and ran the meeting and Posed the question and answered the question. Um, uh, I suggested that he rotate who ran the meetings.
0: Ah. (laughs) And everything changed because everybody That must have been been an uncomfortable moment. (laughs) Oh, and it it was. it changed.
1: People came prepared because, and they also participated more because they thought, "I don't want to be running this and have nobody help support the conversation." And which is crazy because the meetings matter. Or oh, don't I, have, them, don't yeah, have them I, Really big for evaluating whether you need it.
0: I, I think the intersection of blind spots and effective meetings is really powerful because I think oftentimes, particularly if you're the leader. If you have a group that when they get together, they're uncreative or a little bit sleepy, you ask the question, what's wrong with them? Yeah. Where, you know, if you're the leader and the meeting isn't effective, look in the mirror first. You know, what am I not doing? Say,
1: what can we do differently? Here's what I'm experiencing. Yes. I I don't like it. I'm worried that we're not getting to the heart of the matter. Gosh, self-awareness is a pain in the neck. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's very needed.
0: Uh, it's, it's very so, needed. Well, it's it's interesting. Our friend Joe uh, always brought it down to two things to be a good leader, self-awareness, and then based on that, self-regulation. And sure. uh, uh, I think the underlying theme of blind spots, by their very nature, they're not self-aware. So how do you create the right safety for people and groups to to talk to you about that
1: and to and and then that's the fear based anyway of telling any kind of truth people don't want to hear yeah i wonder how companies work well we know how come a lot of companies work which shocks me because ours were pretty open actually um because quiet and it's irritating it's people that are subservient subservient doesn't create energy or self-awareness all the way around all you're doing is going i want to survive from this wicked crazy power
0: yeah so i'm i'm gonna because this is a podcast about and for odhr folks (laughs) i have two is is there a common or are there common blind spots that we Mm -hmm. as odhr professionals are that's a great question that's a question about answer.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there can be what looks like um, we know better. Mm. We know better than you leaders, so, we'll, so listen to us. Or the whole thing of they don't get it. We yeah. get it, they don't get it. Um,
0: as opposed to asking the question, "What am I or are we not getting?"
1: Correct, and also then OD people getting together, going, "Can you see how much she didn't get it? Oh, she didn't get it. She doesn't. They just, they just don't get it."
0: Um, gilly, gilly, gilly,
1: gilly. Well, and I think um, not carrying the pressure of the PNL. Yeah is a blind spot that that's a heavy thing to carry all the time are we making enough money to pay everybody to have a, a good salaries are we are we heading for trouble and what about COVID how do we change it I want want to write a chapter in the book I'm writing which is micro essays in defense of the CEO it's not
0: it release. looks
1: it looks easier lazier and more selfish than it actually is
0: (laughs) (laughs) for sure so so we're at about time Uh, yeah boy uh, such a topic we mm. i know well we we these are pretty quick hits so i'm not saying we come back and have every solution but i think this i think there are uh through our conversation ways that you can Help an organization see their blind spots and also yeah. uh, a leader and yourself.
1: And, and we also did that with an interesting technique that maybe we'll share later about having people answer questions really quickly about themselves. And then share that and people go, no, that's not true. We can, we'll, we'll, we'll describe that another time. Okay. It was fun. Well,
0: it sounds, uh, it sounds like we are complete. So, never, never, never ever, ever, ever. So, everyone, let us, <laughs> know, let, let us know what you think uh, about blind spots and take a few moments to look at yourself and say, What am I missing? Oh. Powerful question. It say is. goodbye, Joyce. <laughs> goodbye, Joyce. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Bob and Joyce podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up an idea or two to go forward and do great work. For more information, please visit us at BobandJoyce.com. If you like today's podcast, please click subscribe and even better, give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It supports us and helps others define the show. If you'd like more ODHR content, please follow us on Facebook by searching for Bob and Joyce Podcasts. Until the next time. Be well and be safe.